everybody. Happy Monday. Happy quarantine Monday. No. <laughs> hey, Renata. <laughs> Hi, Esme. <laughs> you don't like my song? You're just excited. It's okay. You can be excited. I'm not excited. I'm, I'm more or less irritated.com, but it's okay, you know. It is what it is. But how was your week last week? How was your weekend? How was life going for you? Um, my weekend was good. It was productive. Um, what did I do, though? Mm-hmm. Um, hung out with family a little bit. I know I'm probably quarantine, but I did hang out with family. Mm. You know, um, people they talk about, huh? I mean, we was in the house. And, um, you know, we just spent a little bit of time together. We were practicing, so, what well, kind of practicing social distancing, as much as you can with little people. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> how do you do that with little people in the house? Um, you know, I'm not very well. That's how you do it. Um, what else did I do? I I cleaned up some, um, as you can tell. This is a recording from my house today. Yeah, you can see it's a little cleaner than it normally is. I haven't seen your apartment in a long time. So yeah, you haven't no seen idea. it since you have moved. <laughs> I have no idea what your apartment looks like before now. So. Not like this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Congratulations on the in progress. I'm woof, so proud. Woof, woof. So proud of you. Bow cabinet is clean. You can see my table. Now, granted, the stuff is, you know, strategically placed someplace else, but, um... Yeah, her little sexy hair. That's what's up with you, you know. You know, you, I do what I can when I can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, these little sexy chairs you got over here, so uh, I'll sit in one for the end and tell you comfortable. They sturdy? Yeah. Um, no, they're not super comfortable for long term. Um, they're not uncomfortable, but I, when I was sitting in, I had a table in my living room cleaning out my file cabinet the week before. Mm. And I sat in the chair, and it was just my hips started to bother me. But, you know, my hips bother me sometimes anyway. So. Mm. Your hips don't lie, girl. Your hips don't lie. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, it wasn't a bad weekend. Um, just, you know, it is what it is. Kind of had a lot of uh, conviction and all that, but I guess we'll we'll talk about that later. So yeah. What about you? I don't even want to talk about more. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I just had a, a, a very hellish week last week, and I didn't sit back and think about how bad my week was until, like, he just said something. It reminded me how bad my week was. It was not the greatest week at all. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> so I just, you know, not, I mean, work-wise, I mean, that is what it is. But, uh, just the personal stuff. My grandma failed, and she done fractured her clavicle. She was on the floor for God knows how long. I think she was on the floor for like three or four hours before somebody, you know, knew that she was on the floor. And thankfully, one of her nurses, she called me, and they all had my phone number, but thankfully, she called me. She called me hours later, but she still called me, and she was like, uh, I haven't been able to reach her grandma since 8 this morning, and it's 1130, and that's not like her. And I'm like, no, she usually calls back, or she, I don't see if she answered me. She didn't answer me, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so all kinds of bad thoughts ran through my mind because she's 90 years old. And I was like, oh, is she laying there deceased or what? So thankfully she wasn't deceased. She was just on the floor, which is just as bad. <laughs> so, thankfully, thank God for her neighbor going over and uh, calling me. Saying, actually, he was on the phone. He stayed on the phone. He said, I'm just going to stay on the phone with you. And then he got in there and he said, uh, she's on the floor. She's talking. 
<laughs> but she's on the floor, and I was like, oh, okay, I'll be here in a few minutes. <laughs> and then what happened after that? Oh, the dog died. My dog died. What day was that, Thursday? That was, uh, was, that was that? Thursday. It was her actual, it was so bad. She died on her birthday. <laughs> I'm like, dang, dude, you didn't make it bad as your birthday. What a nice service, though. <laughs> we had a Zoom, uh, uh, what do we call it, uh, Social distancing uh, friendly service for for Diamond the dog the Chihuahua who went on the glory on her birthday. Poor thing, I felt so bad because she was suffering a lot. Because she had when I found her, she was under her bed upside down having a seizure. In hindsight, and then when I picked her up and held her, she kind of snapped out of it, and then she just kept on. Like, she wouldn't bring her head up, and I was like, oh, this is the end. So I told my daughter, I said, I think she's going on the glory today. She said, what do you think that? I had to go through that whole discussion. I'm like, yeah, she's going on the glory, because she would not hold her head up at all. And she's a tiny dog, so I'm like, uh. And she just kept having seizures, like, repeatedly all day long. And I was like, well, take her to the vet. I mean, it was like a real moment because you know i don't have no money to take it to a vet and i called a vet and it was like 173 dollars to put her down humanely i was like hmm <laughs> i know it's like for all you dog lovers out there i'm sorry but it when you have to debate between feeding your family and and putting a dog down here it putting a dog down humanely and after she's already been suffering for god knows how long because when we went to bed she was fine and i think we didn't decide to get up and go downstairs Cause I know I clearly got off of work, and I get off work at like eleven forty-five. So who knows how long it was I went before I went downstairs to check on her and let her out or whatever. And she had been suffering with these, so who, she could have been all night long having seizures. And I was like, eh. and I called the vet. They was like, well, if you want to put her down humanely, like here's the thing I didn't understand. Like you want to put her down humanely, and then for you to cremate her was ninety dollars, and that's not to take her ashes with me. And then it was a hundred and something to take her ashes with me. So I'm like, so if you don't, if you cremated her, or I was confused. So if I cremated her but didn't take her ashes with me, I'm going to spend less money. But how do I know you cremated her? You could have just threw her in the, in the trash can, you know, and just been like, uh, just like they did at the one funeral home. They had bodies stacked everywhere else, but they didn't do they didn't necessarily burn them that day like they were supposed to. They were kind of stacking them up waiting for later. But it's like, like, that came into my mind. I'm like, you got a dog here. You want me to pay you $90 for you to cremate her, but I don't get her ashes back. That was just the weirdest thing. I've never, <laughs> I had to stop for a minute and be like, wait, did she just say what I thought she said? And I had to repeat it like three times. So I'm like, wait, you're telling me you want me to pay you $90 to cremate her, but I don't get her ashes Maybe it's because of the work that they have to do. Because they probably piling dogs on top of each other and burn them all together, and and just <laughs> what you might get scruffy, Buffy, and Bruno, Diamond all mixed together. I said, no, we're not doing that. So, long story short, we buried her in the front yard by the steps where she did her business a lot. So, hey, ashes we come have come from. Ashes she goes back to. So she's. In front of the house, and my daughter, God bless her, she keeps saying she's not. Uh, once she say, I'm not affected by this. It's just a dog. But every once in a while, I catch her looking at something, 
And like last night was, and I'll get on get on topic here in a second, but it was real random because uh, I was, uh, but um, it was real random because we washed this um, rug that used to be in the bathroom before the dog went down there because, of course, with her being in the bathroom, we didn't have nothing in the bathroom. So we washed this rug, dried it, everything. And I opened the rug up, and I just so happened to go over the rug. Why was it one of the dogs clipped? Toenails. Now, mind you, we had mopped this bathroom three times, or two two times at least, and twice or three times because Landon had, had an accident on the floor. He's trying to potty train. He had a little tinkle on the floor. So we mopped this floor at least three times. And to walk across the rug and see her toenail, I said, oh, my gosh, why is the toenail here? It's like, that's my diamond toenail. I said, uh, this is diamond toenail. I cooked her toenail too much not to know her toenail. She looked at me kind of like, oh. Diamond, and I'm like, oh, now you want to get emotional, but uh, three days later, but whatever. And then she walked past her little gravestone the other day, yesterday, and she said, "Oh, this really looks nice, Mom. You did a good job." I'm like, really? Thanks. Thank you for telling me I did a good job when you didn't even participate in your own dog's burial. But it's it's either here nor there. But rest in peace, little Diamond Angelique Woodson. She gone. I never knew that was her middle name. Yes, that was her whole government name. <laughs> Diamond in the sweet <laughs> She's supposed to get a gravestone. Uh, the kids want to make her a blinged out. Yeah, I'm like, when we're doing social distancing, they said, you want to make Diamond a headstone because my dog was everybody else's dog, so they mama won't let them have dogs. And <laughs> my niece, my nephew was like, we're going to make one. And then my other niece who has Diamond's sister was like, Oh, I want to participate too, and I'm like, okay, so all y'all gonna make diamond headstone? Have at it. We she has one right now, but y'all want to make a blingy or one? She said, yeah, you can't have a name like diamond without having a blingy headstone. I said, touche. I feel you. You know, so yeah, diamond's going to glory, and my poor grandson is um, missing her. So, um, yeah, my poor grandson is missing her like a mother right now. So he keeps walking around saying. Doggy, doggy, bye-bye, doggy, bye-bye, because we told him to say bye to the dog. And so now he's walking around looking for the dog, saying doggy, bye-bye, not realizing we buried her already because I didn't think that was uh, good to let a one-year-old see us put a dog on the ground because he owns it. And I could only imagine having to explain that to him again, like every time he walked by it, he might be having a flashback. So I just, yeah, it's just too much. So. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want that because she's not that buried that deep. Because I, didn't, she's got like two feet down. She's not six feet by any means. She's about two feet, <laughs> enough for her not to sink up the house, but in low enough for her to, you know, attract critters. <laughs> but anyway, so that's my week in a nutshell, and I don't spend a whole lot of time talking about that. But anyway, so we are going to talk about today the journey, which it all kinds of go together, you know. Talking about the journey, how not to not to be mad at the journey, basically, because I was watching, of course, because we've been quarantined a little bit, and I've been watching too much Tyler Perry. The son child decided to get BT Plus for the tree trial. Um, yeah, so it's nothing but Tyler Perry plays on there pretty much on the show. But anyway, um, Something that sparked this to me is like, I forget which play it was, but Tyler Perry basically said, you know, you have to be thankful that some people were kicked out of your lives or you didn't grow up with certain people because 
you might have been shielded from you might have been shielded from um, that bad stuff that that person may have brought. I can't remember which which one it was, but I know the father hadn't been in the child's life, and the child was all kind of angry about it, like, oh, you weren't there, you weren't there, you weren't there. And it made me think about me because it's like, dang, you know, finding out about my father, finding out about how he had a lot of drug habits. Even though he was Mr. Fix-It, he fixed things with his hands, he, he was that kind of reliable. But when it came to his regular life, he was a drug addict, and he couldn't let that go. Um, supposedly, even till he got to the point where he was about to die, he still had to have his fix. So thinking about that, like, I used to be mad. I used to be angry that my father didn't want nothing to do with me, that he didn't want nothing. He didn't, I had his last name. It pissed me off, like, to the nth power that I had this man's last name, and I had to go through all this teasing and whatnot over his last name. And, hell, he wasn't nowhere around. Like, I need to have a last name like mine and not know who it belonged to. It used to see me off. So bad, but with me getting older, I'm starting to realize that, you know, it's legit what Tyler Perry's play was saying. It's like, you don't know what your life could have been like if this person would have been in your life. I could have been a totally different person, good or bad. And a lot of times God will put things in your life to help you or keep you away from certain things to shield you from what could have been. So I don't know. Uh, you want to share your story at all, but I mean, like, legit, it's, it's crazy because it just, just hearing him say that in the play this week, this weekend was like, okay, it makes sense because, you know, my daughter and I went back and forth about figuring out who my dad's kids are, who his other kids were, because, you know, I've said this before, I've got a couple siblings out there, and my daughter has gone back and forth about knowing them, I've gone back and forth about knowing them, and it's kind of been like, do we want to know them? Maybe God's protecting us from them for a reason as to why we haven't found each other. Because with a last name like mine, not that many black ones. No brown, I can say. <laughs> it's not that many black ones. So it's almost safe to say we all probably kinfolk of some sort. <laughs> but, you know, how, how, how do you think? What, okay, well, let me just say this. What is one thing you could say that God, you think God has literally shielded you from? or maybe directed your path a different way that has kept you, um, but now that you think about it, has has been like a blessing in you that, man, not being involved in this, even though I really, really wanted it at one point, not getting it has actually been the blessing. How much time we have with this? I mean, girl. <laughs> <laughs> we got five minutes right now, but you know we got a couple more seconds to go, so if you started, we can always finish. Uh, Let's see here. Um, Pick out the top three. We'll do that. Top three, top three uh, things you can tell that God has literally shielded you from. you like, dang. Just good looking out, Big G. <laughs> um, I, I can see that being the case in several areas of my life. Um, The first one that comes to mind is um, I had no intentions on staying in Indiana for school. Um, Girl. Actually, I only applied to one school in Indiana because I kind of had to. And um, I planned on only going to HBCU, and I ended up at Ball State. Um, totally different situation. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, I, you know, initially I was not happy about it. 
But in the grand scheme of things, I recognize there was very much a blessing in that just because of the person that it helped me become, the people that I got an opportunity to meet, and um, the education that I got. So I think that heavily impacted me into being the, the woman, part of being the woman that I am today. Um, like even when I was cleaning out my style cabinet, just kind of looking at like my accolades and accomplishments and all that. And I don't know, I don't know what that would have looked like had I been in Atlanta. Um, I won't say what I jokingly say because it's not appropriate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you on break. Um, I think that that's the first one. Um, I think there were certain people that had to be removed from my life um, that I did not want at all to be removed from my life. Um, but I think I can see the blessing in why they had to be removed. Um, and not necessarily like, one person in particular is still around, but they're not, it's not the relationship that it used to be. Um, another person, like, I thought me and this person, this is someone that I was, like, talking to every single day. Like, you know, we've known each other for years, and it just, we don't talk anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, another person, I, you know, it's the same thing. I thought that they were going to be around forever, and they're still around, but just not in the same capacity that they were. Um, so I, mean, I, I can see, I guess those were the first two that came to mind, um, is the, um, the college that I went to, some of the people that were in my life, and you said top three. We'll be another. You can narrow down the three, because, I mean, if you start thinking about it, you start thinking about a lot. You know, like, man, that could have been a blessing that I was killed from that particular time. And that's, I would just say my upbringing in general. I mean, statistically speaking, I shouldn't be where I am today. I mean, I, Ben and I literally grew up down the street from each other, but mm-hmm. we didn't know each other when we got to high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say we literally lived down the street from each other, like... We live on the same street. We lived on the same street, and there's a block that separates the two of us. <laughs> literally. We have family members that still live on the on the on the blocks that we grew up on. Um, but I, I think even with that, I think that sometimes God allows you not to meet people to later in life. Because I don't know how our relationship would, would have been. Okay. Oh. <laughs> well, that's because of the way you describe yourself back in the day. I don't know who we would have. We probably would have. <laughs> yeah. No. I, probably, I, think, I think I was more of a mess back then than I am. Now, I mean, I still miss, but I think I'm more I wasn't that, my, mom, my mom was pretty strict, so, like, I wasn't doing a whole lot, so. I, you know what? Back then, I, I don't think I was doing that bad. I just knew I had to be on my block by my time, by the time the streetlights came on, because if not, Miss Teague would be up in my grill about everything or embarrassing the heck out of me screaming down the street type of thing. So I, I, we probably would have been cool, but I don't think we probably would have been as cool as we are now. I don't know. I mean, just think back to your old self. Do you think, I don't know. That's, that's a good question. I'll ponder that over break since we got to take one <laughs> here in a second. But, man, that's a good question. Will we be, will we be cool? <laughs> will we be cool? <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. Uh, I, I, think, I think we wouldn't be the friends that we are. No, I, I, I can agree. I, I, I'm sitting there thinking, like, because I'm, <laughs> people who know me very well know that I can get some dirt. Oh, you? I, 
I was, no. uh, I was worse when I was younger. Hmm. <laughs> On that note, we might have to take a break before she shows her complete uh, jerkedness. Oh, so, uh, We'll be right back. We'll be right back and try to stay empowered on this break. <laughs> Have you subscribed yet to our free online digital interactive magazine, The Ego Magazine? No? Well, head on over to www.egoentertainmentnet.com and subscribe now. This magazine is all about showcasing and supporting excellence in communities everywhere from music, arts and culture, relationships, finance, education, politics, sports, news, and so much more. While you're flipping through the pages, just click on the tense on the pictures that you see and you'll be taken to a whole nother world behind the articles at ego entertainment everyone is a star there is something in it for everyone and i hope you are positively impacted by what you see and will continue to support this is your girl lady J, owner and operator of ego entertainment and creator of the ego magazine enjoy back i'm still allowed in Ronaldo's house even though <laughs> i didn't get put out yet i mean i'm sure it's coming because i'm leaning on her decorative pillow let me not lean no, on the decorative I, pillow i don't want to keep sitting on my pillow no <laughs> let me uh adjust myself so i'm not leaning no no i'm afraid i'm afraid lord lord no <laughs> so before the break we were talking about um but then I asked about how do I feel, um, what things have been taken from my life or whatever, or wasn't involved in my life and how that would affect me. And I kind of shared two things. But then I also shared that I think that sometimes God, I know that God makes sure that certain people you don't meet until later in life. So I think, I think you would mess it up if you meet it, if you would have missed them earlier in life. Yeah. Um, I can agree because I had a guy friend tell me that too. He told me, uh, he's like, because, yeah, we got on the subject of why we never dated or what have you. And I was like, back then, I think I would have been more acceptable to us dating than now. And he was like, well, no, you wouldn't want to date me back then because we wouldn't even be friends at this moment. I was like, dang, what's wrong with you? So I'm like, uh, bro, you did not just admit the fact that she was a horrible human being years ago. And I keep it in mind, we've known each other for about 12 years. But does that mean that they're a horrible human being? Because honestly, if I would have met, I've only had two relationships. And if I would have met either one of them when I was younger, I highly doubt we would have gotten it. I don't know. He said he was a, he said I was a jerk. You wouldn't like me. And I'm glad that we were, uh, we were cool and not trying to date because he said I'm a totally different person in a relationship. He's one of them people who, like, gets angry over toilet paper being put on the wrong way. And, like, not just, 
like mad for a moment, like he holds the whole grudge. I'm like, why are you holding the grudge over the toilet paper being the wrong way? Because he said that in his present relationship that he put the toilet paper on any kind of way and it don't even matter. But he gets so angry because he knows that my toilet paper supposed to be and I'm like, dude, life is too short. Clearly, you ain't been watching the news. Life is too short to be spreading over some daggone toilet paper for days and days and days. Like, well, she knows that's my pet peeve. I'm like, but sir, sir, at this point in life, the toilet paper is the toilet paper. That's one thing. What else? Oh, you know, well, if, if the stock misses the hamper, she's mad at me. I'm like, so y'all both literally are fretting over the wrong thing. And I guess that's why, like, for me, like, right now, if I was to get back in a relationship, I think I would be more tolerating of little things like that. But my my relationship, I've lived with him. I was not. I ain't going to lie. I was not tolerant of <laughs> any of that. Because I was like, why can't you get your daggone socks in the daggone thing? I just don't understand why it's not in the dang hamper. You put it on the side of the hamper. It's dangling off the hamper. Why can't you just get in the dang hands? Or his favorite thing when he came home, he would take his shoes off by the door and slide his socks off as he's walking away from the door and kind of leave them there for a moment. And I'm like, if you were going to the bathroom, why not take your socks off when you get to the bedroom and you could throw them in the thing? Like, but now, because of how life is and how, I mean, I always knew life was short, but now it really seems extremely short. The fact you can't go to the dang grocery store without possibly picking up somebody's virus, kind of creepy. Um, and it kind of makes you think, is it really, like, do I really want to sweat the small stuff so hard? Like, and I guess that's part of my journey because it's like my old self would have been totally on board with being petty.com. Like, I would have been real petty. Because if I knew you didn't like my underwear in a certain place, I would put them on your pillow or something crazy just to get on your nerves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey. <laughs> but if you have more sex, I mean, technically, if you have had my underwear oh, on your oh, pillow, oh, oh. Family then I say it. <laughs> but I'm just saying this is like, you know, I, I would be petty and uh, hold grudges more. Not saying that I don't have my petty moments now, not saying that I don't hold a grudge longer than I should, but I think the older I get and the more I keep going on my journey, the more I'm like, is it really worth being this petty? Is it really worth holding this grudge? Because what am I benefiting? I'm making my life span shorter by holding a grudge and, and being uh, super, super, duper anal. Now, when it comes to my child and my grandchild, heck yeah, I'm super, super angry. So I'm like, dude, you do not just drop this piece of food and then go get the vacuum or the burger and put this in it. Like, for real, that drives me crazy. But significant otherwise, I think I'm more, uh, my journey has brought me to a, a peaceful moment. Now, keeping in mind, I ain't been in a relationship in almost three years. So, uh, actually, that's the three years. Ooh, dude, I've been single for a while. But anyway, um, it's been three years since I've been in a relationship, so I don't know how I will react, but I think I will be more understanding now that I've gone a little further along this journey and a little further along the way. I don't know how you feel about that, but about you or about my own journey? No, you didn't know about it. <laughs> I, I, you already know said we wouldn't have been friends. I mean, I didn't say we wouldn't be friends. <laughs> I said that's not what I said. What I said was I think our relationship would look different than what it looks like now. A.K.A. we wouldn't be friends. No, because I think the reality is, Athena and I, we have 
we've never had like a, a full blown argument, but I know we make each other upset mm-hmm. a couple times a month. Is that fair to say? I don't know. I don't even At least once a month. I don't want to say you make me upset, make aggravate. But not necessarily upset like where I will hold a girl. I just might take a few moments and be like, okay. Well, I go back to my training. Is this worth it? Is it worth being okay? Okay, so, and the way that the thing and I know that we've irritated each other is our answers are very short with each other and yeah. we both shut down. But yeah. I think that's more of a protective thing um, yeah. because both of us can um, not be very nice when we're upset. <laughs> and, and, and honestly, we've never, I don't think we've ever, like, been mad, mad. Like, maybe, like, a day at the most. And even, I don't even think we've ever been mad for more than a day. No, because, like I said, I've been trying to, like, you know, is it really worth it? But in my mind, I'm like, you know, I got so much other crap going on. It's like, I can't even, <laughs> I don't even, I just don't even. I just be like, okay, well, that's what it is at this moment, and <laughs> just keep it moving. Okay, so, but I mean, I, I think, I think ultimately, I think it's important to, like you said, kind of choose your battles mm-hmm. and figure out is it really worth it. Because um, I think it's easy. Obviously, we go for life, and in theory, you're supposed to learn tools and things like that that are supposed to help make this journey you know, a little bit different, a little bit better. So um, I mean, obviously. You know, 21-year-old, Athena and Renata are totally different than, than, are you okay with me saying yes? Oh, I don't care. With 38 and 37-year-old, Athena and Renata. So, I mean. It's important at this point. I can't even see you in my mind. But, I mean, I think, and that's how it's supposed to be. It's always, it saddens me when I find adults that, you know, are older. I'm not going to say older as in, like, older, older, but, like, you're an adult, but you're chronologically you're a certain age, but, you know, from the maturity level and things like that, that's not the case. So just, it's supposed to, you're supposed to grow and learn from those things, but I know that's not always the case. And so I think a lot of that is just being kind of intentional about owning up to yourself and being willing to work on those things, because that's not always the easiest thing to do. It's hard to say, this is what's wrong with me, and this is what I need to fix. Because you can always point out somebody else. Possible, but never when it comes—I don't say never—but when it comes to yourself, sometimes we just be like, mm, I'm, "I'm all right with that," you know. But other people have told us several times, "No, you need to correct that boo before we before we go with you." Because you know, it's crazy how when you said that, it made me think about the relationships. Like a lot of times, we are not—we won't give the people we're in a relationship the rope to hang themselves, like we will give ourselves that same rope. Like we're literally do the opposite of what somebody says sometimes just to see how far they'll let it go. But then when that person does it to you, then you ready to break up, you ready to change your phone number, you ready to move out, you ready to cut the whole relationship off. And it's like, you just, you didn't give this person the same grace that you gave, that you want them to give you, which, I mean, I don't know, Madam Therapist, is that a, is that a <laughs> diagnosis or, is that it's, not, a it's not necessarily a diagnosis, but, I mean, that's not uncommon. But, I mean, it's just like how a lot of times the things that you don't like about yourself, when you see those in other people, it, that's what makes you not like them. So you typically dislike in other people the things that you don't like in yourself. Mm-hmm. Not always the case, but, like, um, I'm trying to think of an example. <laughs> Who 
super sarcastic people kind of bother me, but um, I am super sarcastic. <laughs> Like really? Uh, Who your best friends are super sarcastic. I, I know, but it's still bothering me. <laughs> they're like, they're like pretty much and everybody in my intimate circle. Okay. Everyone in my intimate circle uh, is sarcastic. No, not me. I'm not sarcastic. You can even say that without that smile on your face. <laughs> again. I am not. You are trying hard. <laughs> I'm not sarcastic. Okay. I am not sarcastic. Okay. Whatever you got to tell yourself at night to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> the fact of the matter is, everyone in my intimate circle, I would identify as sarcastic. It may not be to the level that some may be a little bit more extreme than others, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. that's why that, well, I would say they're sarcastic and they're very blunt. So if you, if you don't, particularly draw yourself for them. How have you maintained those <laughs> friendships for so long? Because, I mean, you know, some people will say, like, if you can't stand this, how are you still? I won't say I can't stand it, but it is, it's one of the things that is not one of my favorite personality traits. But it's because it's so familiar. Uh-huh. If you, you've been around my family. <laughs> <laughs> well. You've been around my family. Well. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I will just leave it at that. <laughs> you can't change the family. It's true, but you know, you would just like I'm sure I remind all your friends are kind of similar too. Your intimate friends, all of us act alike. I, I'm, I'm assuming I'm one of your intimate friends. We spend a lot of time together, so I'm assuming so. But we're. I don't know. Okay. I mean, y'all have y'all moments where y'all act alike, but like not as much as yours. Your intimate circle, all, all of them. Because I, I, I have a type. <laughs> you know, you can't say you don't have a type no more because you do have a. I have a type of friends. You have a friendship type. <laughs> males. I have a type of males. Uh, Think about funny. both of my relations. Both of them are sarcastic. Well, you can't really because it doesn't get to round number like five. You can't really say you have a type because you know you've only had two. You gotta have two to kind of balance out the, you know, at least two to three to kind of balance out the average. Because like, but you don't have relationships, but you haven't had, like, I guess you would say intimate relationships with just two people. But you've had male counterpart relationships. So I mean, and I don't think any of them all exist. Most of the men that I tend to gravitate towards. Uh, for a long period of time, gravitate right. for or yeah, most, I feel like most of the men in my life, and if if I am wrong and if you are a man in my life, and it doesn't necessarily mean like romantic, but you are a man in my life, <laughs> I feel like all of them can be sarcastic. I, for some reason, I gravitate towards sarcastic people. Oh, I know them. I know the two. The two of them, <laughs> especially that one. Ooh, oh, boy. Both of them are. Yeah, but that one is. Yeah, okay. it's equal. Yeah. See, I ain't spending much time with the other one. But it's equal. Lord, Lord, God bless you. <laughs> so I don't even know what to say behind that because I'm just like, God bless you because I know that one, I spend more time with one than the other. And that one right there, that one right there makes you lose your religion. Oh, boy. Yeah. I wouldn't say that, but. Nah. That's my type. You yeah. with you, we would date the same people. That's my type. 
from 7.15 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on JQLM Radio on the Business Banger Spotlight Show with your host, Lady J. Tune in to hear from men and women all over the world banging in business. See what products and services appeal to you while receiving exclusive offers and discounts. And get your Business Banger tips for all of you entrepreneurs out there. Tune in by downloading the JQLM Radio app on your Android or Apple devices. Or get JQLM Radio through the TuneIn Radio app or the Stream of Simple Radio app. You can also listen live from our website at www.egoentertainmentnet.com or straight from our Facebook page. Just click on the Use App button. If you miss an episode, download and subscribe on any of your major podcast platforms like iHeartRadio, Spotify, Deezer, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, and more. Business bangers, stay ready. And we're back. And we're back. Um. So before we went on break, we're talking about people's types and whatnot. Y'all <laughs> know all in my business, there. <laughs> I done told all mine. Well, y'all know, y'all know Renata has a type. Uh, you know, and, and so when we play the matchmaker show, we'll, we'll try to find you a mm-hmm. close to your type. Mm-hmm. All, sarcast- all sarcastic men need apply. No, no, no. No, no, no. no? okay, fine. No, no, no. <laughs> and again, it's not that I, it's just not one of my favorite personality traits. So I'm sensitive, so that's why. Even though I'm very sensitive, and I think that's I think that's pretty obvious that I'm I'm very sensitive. So I think that's why I struggle sometimes with that personality trait. That group, I feel like the people, at least in my intimate circle, who I identify as sarcastic, are also very blunt. And because I'm sensitive, I think sometimes my feelings sometimes get hurt. But I also am able to recognize that y'all are not coming from a malicious place, but um, the place of love, but sometimes I don't like how y'all love me. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I can see it out of hell. I definitely can agree to, uh, uh, yeah, we'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess it's a part of your journey. It you is. know, you're figuring out, you know, uh, what to do's and don'ts and don't want to tolerate and, uh, so any guy who's interested in Renata, do not be sarcastic. <laughs> one of us has got to get a date on one of these things. <laughs> not that we're desperate, but no. <laughs> we would definitely like to have, once quarantine's over, we would like to have a companion to go to the movies with besides each other. 
<laughs> we did the last time we went to the movies to see this. Exactly. I have we ever went to the movies together? Yeah, once or twice, but it's not been. Really, what? I was a long time ago. <laughs> so, but every time I mention going, you we are going, and you can't, and I still go. But you know, because I'm like five hours too, and they can't let that go by. And I'm always working on. Yeah, but there was a couple times that she was like, "Oh, let's go." It's like been okay. years since we went to the movies together. I don't think it's been years. I thought it was twenty nineteen. I don't know. Are you sure? I thought it was, because I thought it was me, you, Michaela, and Landon, or something. I don't know, hell. Like I said, everything's a blur. I don't remember my name half the time, let alone what happened last week or <laughs> last year. So so here's, I guess, my, my final question to you is, for you, do you feel like, out of all the things that you've been through, do you feel like it's been more security? Yeah, because I think it's definitely taken me to who I am. Um, but I do get tired of... of the things that have transpired in my journey uh, falling back on me because I think a lot of times because I have a what's perceived to be a strong personality, I am, like, one of the people who nobody checks on. Like, I mean, I'm not saying, like, not you. I'm talking about nobody people. Nobody didn't check that alone. <laughs> but I mean, in general, like, if you think about, like, like, my family, they do not call and say, how are you doing? How are you faring with this, this, and this? Everybody thinks that I'm, you know, um, this person who doesn't need to be checked on or doesn't need to be uh, offered a hand to. And, I've, and my journey has led me to this. I've had to sit back and say, you know what, I'm not, if they can't care about my feelings and how I'm feeling, then I just need to not. Um, I need to figure out how to guard my own mental health. Because it's like, even with dealing with my grandmother, they always fall back and say, oh, Tina got it. Or Tina take care of it. Or I'll say, oh, I can't do it right now, but they know it needs to get done. So they'll wait until I say, you know, it'll get done or what have you. Like my grandmother, she don't call nobody but me when she wants something. I'm like, dude, you have to call somebody else. Anybody else. At least pretend to call somebody else for once. But, uh, I think that's that's why my journey has come like it has because so many people are like, oh, she's fine, she, she's she's good, she'll do it. But sometimes I, I can admit I have my moments where I just sit when I'm by myself. I do scream in my room because I'm like I'm so sick of people thinking I'm stronger than I am because I'm tired because everybody has times where they need to be taken care of or at least cared enough about to send out you know a, a call and say hey. How are you doing with this? You know, how is this going for you? Or how is this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yes, I have my select few people who will do that. But a lot of times, if y'all don't know, it's not like you pick up the phone and be like, so, what's your emotional health like today? Who, 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 speaks of Athena and says, oh, let me check on you. I'm always doing the checking because there was this guy I met Spank a long time ago. We was cool, and I know he has a lot of health problems. He's like 50-something years old. But every once in a while, I'll still reach out and call, talk, you know, say, hey, how are you doing? Because he's like six foot nine, like almost probably 500 pounds. I mean, he's a big dude. Like, he's overall just a big dude. And not necessarily that he's a un- I mean, he is unhealthy. I mean, this is be real. He's, you know, got heart problems, diabetes, 
stuff, real, real stuff, especially for him to be six foot nine and as big as he is. I mean, true, he doesn't look like he's 500 pounds, but I'm just guessing that he probably is because he's like six foot nine. I mean, I've not seen a black dude that big in person ever in life. But anyway, so every once in a while, I'll reach out to him like every six months or so and say, hey, how are you doing? How's life? And, you know, he'll we'll talk or whatever. And like we did this past week, um, had a matter of fact, the day Diamond died, he called me while I was in the process of digging the hole. He actually called me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm digging a hole right now. I'll call you later. And when I called him, he was like, you know, it's been three years since you know, we actually exchanged phone numbers and he used to check on me. He said, I want you to know how much I appreciate that. I wanted to say to him so bad, well, why don't you return a favor sometime and check on me? But it's like, maybe he just thinks I'm healthy and I'm strong. So I don't need nobody to check on me. But sometimes we do. Sometimes we, everybody needs somebody to say, hey, how you doing? In my Wendy Williams voice. But, I mean, I thank God for my journey. But I definitely wish that that's the one thing people would stop looking at me like, oh, you're strong. You don't need us. You don't need us. Uh, I do. I need people. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I almost cried in freaking Kroger's today because they played a song that my aunt used to play a lot. And I had to stop for a second. I'm like, is that what I think it is? And, of course, she's been gone for 2011. But still, sometimes, like, hearing certain stuff that uh, she used to play, she's a music head, used to play all the time, it gets me. And I'll stand in the middle of Kroger's like, you're not going to cry. You're not going to cry. You're not going to cry. And it's just like, hey. Am I just emotionally crazy? It doesn't make you crazy. I can't tell you how many times I've cried in grocery stores and clothing stores. and well, I, I'm a so Remember, I'm a kid. I'm a good. What do we always call you? A sister. Okay. All right. So the popcorn and anyway. I'm not a bug. <laughs> the main one who said... I am the queen of petty boots. I don't say that. Being a jerk. Or what do you say? Yeah, you don't even know. No, I, first of all, my level of pettiness has gotten way better than Woodford. Second of all, I identify as being a jerk. I feel like I'm getting better with my jerky though. So. Are you? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I just, you know, I take it. <laughs> I'm so used to being battered. I'm a battered woman. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can't run my eyes. I'm trying. Ooh, I'm trying. <laughs> We're giving myself a headache over my eyes. <laughs> okay, so answer your question. Y'all question me. <laughs> Since I'm being deemed uh, foolishness right now, I don't think it's really foolishness. So. But anyway, Renata? Um, short answer, yes. It's been very difficult at the time. When I was going through the things in my life that I don't necessarily, I wish I didn't have to go through. Um, at the time, I didn't necessarily agree with it, but I had to always tell myself, this is working out for the better. Because, um, like, I guess the big thing that I've often said, my divorce was the best and worst thing that could have happened to me. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I wanted a divorce. I did not want a divorce. But I also understand what came of me having that divorce. Yes. Um, and how I've grown as a person. And even, I mean, with my ex-husband, we're so, we're so cool. We have a... A unique relationship, mm. to say the least. <laughs> One that everybody's like, y'all still close. I mean, but I don't, why not? Like, it's not a situation where it was like a bitter situation or anything like that. And I recognize that everybody is cool with their ex. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was something that I specifically prayed for because I, I didn't 
I know what it's like. Not I know I've seen other people have relationships where it ended badly and how it's impacted them, and I didn't. I didn't want to have to carry that. I ain't got enough stuff I got to carry. I didn't want to carry that. I didn't want to add that to my bag. Mm. <laughs> so, so although I have not liked all of the journey, um, I can appreciate it because I can see for the most part how it has taken me. Um, like with all the, all the stuff that I've been through, all the um, challenges, I can see how it has benefited me in the long run. Look at you. Your heart grew four times bigger inside. Not telling you this, but. Like <laughs> <laughs> you are? just playing. Okay. No, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Renata is a very wonderful human being. Mm-hmm. I have the pleasure of sharing a business cartoon with her. And, uh, yay, she's going to be an awesome wife again when she's whacked up. So, gentlemen, I'm just kidding. What? Turn up to a baby situation. Just playing. Don't be in boxes talking about her. Was not her, your girl. Fuck yeah, I keep this up. Because <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm so playing. Don't, don't I'm, I'm a forward to a theater. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. No, it's okay. You know. Just uh, we got, what, about three minutes left in the show. Is there any other therapeutic nuggets? you would like to throw at people about, you know, navigating through their journey. Because it is hard. A lot of people do struggle. Um, and they don't have anybody to talk to about it. And uh, thankfully, we both have each other and you have other people who can fight in and I do as well. So it's not like we suffer alone. But uh, is there any therapeutic nuggets you can throw at? Um, I would say um, Part of that is life. I mean, at the end of the day, all of us go through various things. And, it, you know, what is that old cliche, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think kind of knowing that, obviously, I went through this for a reason. Um, and, and the reason, being able to embrace the fact that you may not ever know the full reason why you went through whatever you went through. Mm-hmm. Um, but trying to get, try to make it a learning opportunity um, out of every situation that you go through. Even if it's just, I learned that I will never go through that again. <laughs> Even if it's that, um, you at least learn something. So I think it's just important to um, just embrace it. Mm-hmm. Life is not supposed to be easy. I don't know who, who lied and said that life was easy because mm-hmm. it's not. But, you know, you can enjoy the journey to the best of your ability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I second that. And when you have, when it's a little bit difficult to enjoy it, then just, you know, seeking help. Again, it doesn't always have to be a therapist. Um, but even just a trusted person that has good wisdom, because um, not everybody gives good wisdom. So I think that's important. <laughs> um, so make sure, you know, use discernment when you're talking to people, addressing your issues. Because even as a therapist, like I, I tell my clients, you're interviewing your therapist. You might not, I might not be a good fit for everybody, and everybody is not a good fit for me, and that's mm-hmm. okay. You know, I had to remind people that when they call us, we're like, you can, you have the right to interview your therapist, and if y'all not buy them, we'll find somebody else. I think a lot of people forget about that, because, like, I'm guilty of, when I was going to the medical doctor office, I'd be like, oh, I'll just stick with whoever they stick with me with. And I wouldn't like that person at all, but I was like, eh, I don't feel like finding another person, so I'm stuck with them, and, and that's a, a key point. You do not have to be stuck with. No. It's whoever. <laughs> I, I know I got on my doctor's nerves. 
Because they quit to dismiss you from the practice floor, so you can dismiss them too. Well, and the only reason why I got, um, I would get on my doctor's nerves is just because at one point, me and several family members had the same doctor. Mm. And so uh, I, there were times where I'd be like, you know who my mama is. I don't even know why you asked me this question. <laughs> <laughs> Pull the mama card on I, I did, or I had to be like, Mm-mm. explain why you're doing what you're doing. <laughs> but I got to ask questions. That's just. I need to get to that point. So, yeah, interview, interview, interview people. Yes. So, um, what do we got coming up? I don't know. Um, I know we're working <laughs> on doing some web webinars and trying to do some things online. So, stay tuned. We'll make sure to post it on um, JQLM's page um, or Eagle Entertainment's page, also our page as well. Um, sign up for our newsletter because I have information in it. Yes, please. And, um yeah, I guess uh, just have a great week, everybody. Remember to embrace the journey and, uh, uh, you know, love your life because you only get one. And as it's been proven the last few weeks, <laughs> life is really precious. Um, prayers for everybody who is on the front lines in the healthcare industry and also those who are battling um, the corona, COVID-19 virus and their loved ones because loved ones are also affected by not being able to see their loved ones, et cetera, et cetera. So I would say to anybody, because this is, yes, the people in the front line, but, like, people who are working at stores. Yeah, and, yeah I can see them yeah. front line, too. And, so. and just the people who are working from home and those who don't have a job to work from home and all that. Yeah. Um, this is a difficult time. So, I mean, if carefully everyone is able to kind of reevaluate itself and get to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. If you need services, call uh, 317-969-5694 or email us info at empoweredlivinginc.net. We can give you some information on either our services or someone in the area. So until next time, enjoy that journey, people. Have a great week. Have a great week. Bye. Hasta la vista.